Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Hi, I just wanted to call in. I hear you talking this morning about smokers. Um, I've been a smoker most of my life. The the smoke in the sky doesn't bother me so much until I get into some heavy manual labor doing some shoveling or something like that. But you you can't blame the wildfire smoke. You have to blame years of cigarette smoking for that, though. I I am immune. Uh, the wildfire smoke doesn't bother me any more than smoking a pack a day. Uh, you did the the air quality control. It doesn't. I don't even pay attention to those numbers. Yeah, I know. Um, but what I'm saying is that if it wasn't for, I mean, you would still probably get winded doing heavy manual labor because you smoke a pack a day, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's exactly. no different for you. The, the only real advantage is, is that I don't notice and I don't complain. Uh, it's a lot like with September coming up and the kids going to school. You keep your lungs full of nicotine that when the kids go back to school and all the kids come home with the, the cold and the flu, I don't get the cold and the flu. I'm a single dad at two. Oh, no. um, the, the nicotine keeps the, 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 uh. the back to school bugs away from me. This, this just seems like horribly irresponsible radio, but um, the how old were you when you started smoking? Um, probably about 16. Uh, okay, so that's, yeah. I, I just remember back in the day you'd hear old timers go, oh, I started smoking cigarettes when I was seven, and nobody ever just slapped that thing out of your hand or laughed at you because you were a seven-year-old with a dart hanging out of your mouth? No, I had good parents. They they tried blackmail. They tried threatening. They tried all kinds of things to get me to stop. But, you know, of course, at 16, you're way too smart. Okay, one final question here. When it's really, really smoky like this, do you find that your your uh, desire to have a cigarette, does it actually go down? It does, yeah. Ooh, really? Okay. Well, very interesting. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, how you doing today? Good. How about you? Very well, thank you. I just wanted to call in on uh, Garner's uh, comment about the age of getting cigarettes with a note. Okay. Well, how old are you? I'm forty. Forty, and, and you I, remember that? I had to do that many times. And the guy at the convenience store, he'd go like this. He'd look at your note and go, "Yeah, this this checks out." Oh yeah, he'd be like, "Yeah, no no problems at all." I'm like. So, like, yeah, literally the guy would not really even glance at the note. You probably could have gone in with just, like, squiggle lines from left to right and a signature at the bottom, and he would have given it to you. <laughs> Picture of a birdhouse. Yeah, yeah, whatever you could draw at a quick glance, and it would have been fine. I didn't smoke when I was a kid, but, like, man, you could have taken advantage of that, no problem. It would be so easy to have started. It's too bad, like, when you were 10 years old, you didn't live next to a prison. Because <laughs> you could go, you could just go buy cartons of cigarettes and the inmates could throw you money and you could throw cigarettes over the, f God, I would, I yeah, would have been you, such you a good entrepreneur. You wouldn't need an allowance. You'd never have to cut the lawn again. No, no. You just go down to the prison and make your money the old fashioned way. Exactly. Smuggling in smoke. Yeah. Okay. Hey, what's your name? My name is Mike. Okay, Mike. I appreciate that. Listen to this. Hey, Garner, when I was 10 years old. I used to go pick up alcohol from my mom down at the Cromdale liquor store all the time. She would give me a note to go pick up Mike's hard lemonade, and I'd go get her a pack, and the liquor store guy seemed pretty cool. Reese. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Reese. Uh, this is funny. I mean, I've seen, I think the cutoff age for buying smokes 
for your parents with a note. Seems to be about 32 or 33 years old. There's a lot of text messages coming in. A lot of people had to run that mission for mom and dad back in the day. And I think the youngest I've seen is about 32. If you're 20 years old and you're waking up right now listening to this conversation, you're like, what the? Because you probably can't imagine a time where you would have gone to the store and bought smokes for your parents. It would not have been allowed. I mean, nowadays, do cigarettes even exist anymore? I don't think they do because you don't see them in convenience stores. They're hidden. Therefore, they don't exist. The Garner Andrew Show Podcast. Garner! Hey, Garner, it's Leo. Hey, Leo. I'm calling about that smoking. I was a kid. I was about 12. I used to walk half a mile on the Trans-Canadian Highway to the corner store and get a bale of tobacco for my uh, mom. Mm, So old school. And then she'd sit at the coffee table watching her stories. And did she have that cigarette making machine? (laughs) No. (laughs) She'd sit there and roll her cigarette. Really? No, she wouldn't have been watching her show. She had 13 kids, so she wouldn't have had time for that. Hang on. How old are you? I'm uh, 53 today. Oh, hey, happy birthday. Thanks, Garth. 1965. 1965. But that's still, even 13 kids, didn't that end in the 40s? <laughs> that you don't, <laughs> even even um, in the 60s, you didn't really hear about families with, uh, with 13 children. Uh, well, we, uh, I don't know, this, that generation, they were, uh, like, even my, uh, my aunts and uncles, they all had, uh, large families. The 20-year-old yeah. listeners must be getting their minds blown today, listening to us talking about going to the store to buy booze and cigarettes for our parents and families of 13 children. Absolutely. Do you have older sisters and brothers, younger, or where do you land? I'm number 11 of 13. So you're one of the bait. Well, how old is your oldest sibling then? Uh, born in uh, 50, so uh, 68, I guess. Eh? That that is so weird. Like that is range. <laughs> and there was there was a, a few uh, a few stillborns in there, and uh, you know, cribbed up and. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Have you? Yeah. So probably a total of about 17 or so. Can I guess which province you're from? Go ahead. This reeks of Saskatchewan, but I want to say uh, you're a hometowner. This is home. This is this is Alberta. Not even close. <laughs> Where? Right on, right on the border of, uh, of uh, Quebec, but it, but from Ontario. Wow. Okay. This. Yeah. Like I said, this this is a Saskatchewan thing. I thought, but I need to recalibrate. Hey, happy birthday, Leo! Thanks, Garn. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, do you know anyone with 13 siblings? Well, I guess technically 12 siblings. I remember there was one family when I was a kid, and I think there were eight kids in total, and that seemed like a lot. Can you imagine 13? Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. The Sonic Rock Door survived $100 a day week. Now we play for $2,032 Monday morning at 8.20. This is the one you need to identify. What is that song? Who sings it? 
If you can tell me that Monday morning, you win all that money. And next week, just for showing up on the Sonic Rock door, you get free field day tickets. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock door jackpot. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner! Bryce was talking on the news about that prison break last night. And, uh, or was it one? Yeah, it was last night. But this woman, she just climbed the fence and then wandered off. That was it. And I was saying on the radio, if I was in charge of prisons, this seems so obvious, though, too. Can't they make a chain link fence where the diamonds or squares or whatever, just make those smaller so that you can't put your toes and your fingers in there and climb out? Keep the razor wire on top, but just make the diamonds smaller so that they're not climbable. That, to me, seems like a fairly simple, straightforward solution. I got this text message. Garner, these prisons aren't what you have in mind. No razor wire or guard towers. My wife and I were walking the dog and thought one of these halfway houses was a dog park, and we tried to get into it. We went looking for the gate, wondering, why are those people in there that don't have dogs, but they're sitting in nicely fenced dog parks with benches and shade? We got to the front and found out it was a federal institution. Hashtag awkward. That's from Dallas. Hey, how did you guys get in there? Can you point to the gate? That is fantastic. Garner! This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. We were on the radio talking about how I was wondering what is the cutoff age that you would have to be in order to remember going on that mission to the corner store to buy smokes for your parents. They would just write you a note. And the guy at the convenience store would look at the note and he'd go, uh, yeah, this paperwork checks out and give you a carton of Export A plane. And I thought it was going to be like in the mid-30s, maybe 40 years old. But no, we've heard from several people in their mid-20s who say, oh, yeah, I used to go buy smokes for my parents all the time. And anybody who's like 20 years old right now listening to the radio is like, what? I didn't even know cigarettes exist because they're behind a curtain in the convenience store. Therefore, they don't exist. Uh, But no, kids used to be able to go to the store and buy cigarettes. We had somebody on. uh, It was Reese is the person's name, 27 years old. I don't know if Reese is a boy person or a girl person, so I'll try and keep this gender neutral. But they say they used to go to a Cromdale liquor store with a note from their mother and bring home Mike's hard lemonade for her. Listen to this one, though. Ugh, this just makes me cringe. Garn, I never had to buy smokes or booze for my parents, but when I was 11, my dad asked me to ride my bike over to the corner strip mall in our neighborhood and return a couple of movies to the video store for him. Yep, they were that kind of movie. I was an 11-year-old girl returning porno to the video store for her dad. I remember pushing them through the slot and then pedaling away as fast as possible because I knew exactly what kind of movies they were and I thought I was going to get into trouble. I'm now 31 and have very little contact with my dad. Not a surprise. Ha ha, Shauna. So what you're saying then, Shauna, is your dad won't be giving a speech at your wedding? The toast to his little girl? Or whatever they call that? Garner! This is the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Uh, We're talking about how back in the day, 
and it wasn't even that long ago, as it turns out, you would get a note from your parents, take it down to the corner store, and the person at the corner store would give you smokes, and then you would pedal your bike home and hand them off to your parents, nine times out of ten. Would have been so easy to forge a note, get your own cigarettes, start smoking when you're like seven years old. Those were the days. Those were the days right there. And I honestly thought it would be people in their late 30s, early 40s that would remember that. Mm -mm -mm. Lots of people under the age of 30 said, oh, they did that too. Uh, Somebody just texted and said, good morning. I just want to say that the girl that texted about having to return her dad's porno videos to the store was so sad. I know you don't like it when the show gets really dark and sad. Trust me, I laugh at this one now. But when I was 16 and first had my driver's license, my dad would have me drive his girlfriend back to her place before my mom got home from work. I knew exactly what was going on. My mom did not, but soon found out. But to this day, I can't quite figure out what kind of dad puts their own kid in that kind of situation. Anonymous. Well, that is actually very sad. And I'm sorry you had to do that. That would have been weird, especially when you knew what was going on. Uh, Another one here, Garner. Our house backed onto a convenience store. My mom would phone over. I'd go outside with the money. They'd hand the smokes over the fence. Well, how convenient right there. It's Garner! 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 You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 129. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Friday, and this is What's Up. Foo Fighter fans are being warned as someone is trying to pull a scam on us. The warnings are for a series of fake Instagram accounts pretending to be various members of the band, like Pat Smear, and selling tickets to non-existent meet and greets. And since the Foo Fighters are in Edmonton in like a week and a half, you might want to keep your head on a swivel. Sonic. The Smashing Pumpkins are going to live stream their concert in Seattle tonight. They're going to stream it on Twitter and YouTube starting at about 9.15 Edmonton time. If you miss it, don't worry as you can see the show with your own eyeballs on September 9th when they play at Roger's Place. Sonic. And friendly reminder that tickets go on sale for Tenacious D today. Jack Black and Kyle Gass will return to the big city for a big show at the Shaw Conference Center on December 11th. Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Podcast. We were talking on the show today about negligent parents. Back in the day when they'd send you to the store to buy them a pack of cigarettes and it was A-OK, kids could do that. You could send an eight-year-old to the store to get you a a pack of darts. Listen to this one. The story's escalated. I mean, there was some dark stuff happening. Uh, But this one here. My dad made me wait in the car outside a bar so I could drive him home. I was a 12-year-old girl at the time. Sometimes the bar owner would come out and check on me and bring me a drink or some food. <laughs> How did you not get taken away by social services? Maybe those, yeah, those were the good old days, I guess, when you could still leave a kid in a car and nobody cared. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check Sonic1029.com for more. Hey, it's Garner. Why are you still here? Don't you have a, a job or a friend? And if you don't, I apologize if that's insensitive. 
Uh, Anyway, while you're still here loitering and looking all shifty, let me tell you about a new podcast called The Big Story. It's a daily news and everything else podcast featuring some of the biggest names in Canadian journalism, and it's hosted by Jordan Heath-Rawlings, a guy that's been lobbing questions at smart people for more than 15 years. The Big Story, get it now, fresh off the podcast showroom floor.